0: The Defenders podcast, the fan podcast about the Marvel Netflix series. It's me, Claire, again, and um, yeah, I'm on my own again uh, because Tammy, Matt, and Mel obviously cannot be spoilt on anything after episode three of The Defenders. So, following on from last week's uh, chat with Justin Eaton, I have another awesome stunt performer here with me today. Really excited to talk to her. It's a uh, stunt performer for a lecturer this time, Lauren Kim. I give everyone Hi. a clap. Hi. There you go. Hi. <laughs> Thank you so much. I should Thank mention to me. you. No, I, I've I've honestly wanted to chat to you for ages. And um, I'll repeat what I said to, to Justin uh, last week. I, I've also chatted to Chris Brewster before as well, who obviously you've worked with a lot. I absolutely am in awe of the work you guys do on these shows. I think it's just as important a part as the actors, the writers, the directors. I on this show try and highlight as much as I can uh, the people working behind the scenes because you guys make the show what it is and I think it's really interesting to find out um you know the, the day-to-day life of what you do on the show um and it's just as fascinating as you know speaking to actors or writers or anything like that oh thank you I really appreciate it. that means a lot it really does And I should mention as well, as I I mentioned in the intro, my colleague, my my co-hosts, Matt, Mel and Tammy, our podcast runs a bit differently to some others. So I'm the only one on the show that's seen all of Defenders at this point. I watched it all on uh, the day it hit Netflix, um, which was amazing to watch it in a marathon at the moment, they have only seen up to episode three, and we're oh, discussing wow. episode four tomorrow. So I did want them to come on, but then I was like, oh, I don't want them to be spoiled on certain <laughs> things that happen. And it was the same yeah. thing when I spoke to Justin as well. I was like, I don't want them to be spoiled on what happens to Stick. So um, wow. yeah, so we can talk about any spoilers that you you okay, want, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so first thing as well, I should say is congratulations on the defenders. It's I really enjoyed it. It was fantastic. Um, and I love where Elektra went in the show.
1: Yeah, I I think she had the uh, biggest character arc of all the characters in the show. And it was really fun uh, to play that. And, um, you know, me and Elodie really got to discuss the char- character. And, um, you know, we really discussed the movement and how she would move during certain phases in the story. So it was really it was really fun as a performer to portray
0: that, you know. Mm-hmm. I think that's something I saw uh, you mention maybe in an interview before as well, that you uh, like to work a lot with Elodie. You like to work with each other and really um, discuss the, the character of Electra and where she is emotionally, uh, where she is in the story. So obviously your, your performances can match and they stay consistent. And is that something yeah. that Elodie was very open to as well in, in terms of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, some of it was definitely her ideas, and, you know, um, we both have ideas, and we we, we go back and forth, and um, I've never had an actor so involved with the action, and, you know, she's very emotionally involved, and so am I. I mean, this is one of those jobs that I really put my whole heart and soul, and I really feel like Marvel uh, gives me the opportunity to really reflect, like, you know... Um, all the development that we put in this character, like they really, you know, give us the freedom I feel like to do that. And so I'm really
0: grateful for them
1: and Elodie, of course.
0: I think you can definitely feel it on the show as well. Um, they, there's some moments in, in the series and I'll, I'll probably speak to you about one of the, the fight scenes in particular where you can it, they really feel the emotions in it. And I just thought that was great. And it's one of the things you guys uh, do, which I think is so grand. I think I said this to Chris Brewster before, is it's often hard to tell when it is you guys and yeah. when it is um, the actors, like in, in his case, when it's mm-hmm. when it's Chris, when it's Charlie. And that obviously is a, a compliment to, to you guys as well, because you're doing your job so well. It's so seamless. Um, it, yeah, I, I, you know, I just, I, I often watch it going, who's that? Okay, is that, is that, the okay, okay. you know, you just can't tell, and I, I think that's fantastic. It's funny, because I, I think Elodie was watching it once, and
1: um, separately with a friend of mine, and she's like, oh, that's me, that's Lauren, that's, that's me, <laughs> that's Lauren, wait, I don't know who that is, <laughs> and there's times I'm like, I don't know who that was either, I have no idea, because, um, you know, when I first met her, I, I was like, you know really studying her and I would watch how she walked and moved and I know that probably sounds creepy but you know I was kind of stalking her and I <laughs> really wanted to get down her her as a person so um, first and then then work on the character cuz then mm-hmm. that came later but because it, it's really a layer of her and then the the character Electra and then part of me as well you know and yeah we and then Elodie and I we I don't know if it's from working together, but we, we move very similar now.
0: So that's pretty cool. <laughs> You're merging into one person. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I think that's, um, that's something as well. It's, it's, I guess it's something you don't always uh, think about in terms of, of stunt work. And I, uh, again saying, I spoke to Justin, he, he mentioned this in terms of, which is something I didn't completely didn't think about. He was talking about when you guys do wire work and you're doing a landing, you want to you know you might speak to the actor and say, Well, how would you do this landing? and then try and find out from them how they would do it, and then you can make sure that it is consistent with what they do. And that's something I didn't yeah. even think about. It was like, oh yeah, of course there would be that would um, reflect the character in terms of how you're landing as well. Of course it would that's still part of the performance. Um, yeah, definitely. Just all those details, you know, the detail that goes into it, it just blows my mind. Um, so uh, I actually have a question for one of our listeners. I've got a few, um, but I wanted to ask this one quite early on. This is from our listener, Ronaldo, and he wanted to know if you had any particular um, people that inspired you to get into stunt performing. And what I'd sort of add on to the end was that uh, of, of that was that I also saw that you studied business administration. You've got a bachelor's That's in business it. administration. So I was kind of like, how did you get into stunt performing? <laughs> I know.
1: Um, you know, I moved to L.A. to actually become a dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea about stunt work. Um, I was uh, going to school here to become have a business degree. So I was like, I took a gymnastics class one day and I met a bunch of stunt guys. And they're like, you should do stunts. And I was like, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> And then they started training me in how to fall and how to do reactions and how to fight. And then I got really into it. And um, I forgot about dancing because I just realized that wasn't me anymore. And I felt it it, stunts just felt more like just a part of who I was because I was already a tomboy growing up. Like I, (laughs) um, I had another interview and then they're like, um what made you get in the sense I'm like I I really just fell into it literally but like I was always a daredevil as a child like I remember I was in a tram like at a a theme park and it was riding like I don't know 20 30 miles I don't even know how many miles per hour I was running but like my hat flew off and I jumped off the moving tram to go get it (laughs) and like rolled out and like everyone's like why did you do that that was crazy and I'm like I don't know I just did it like I just knew I needed that hat so I just got it but you know I guess I had like some type of fearlessness apart in me that you know that maybe just
0: melded really well into stunt work I don't know I guess you need that for some I guess with dancing as well because you always want to be pushing yourself to to um you know your body to the next kind of see what it can do I guess so it's all sort of pushing yourself to see how far you can go and just push yourself a little bit more does that make sense
1: <laughs> yeah totally and then I think dance is also like a creative reflection of you and mm-hmm. then I think you know with fight choreo it's the same thing it's a creative reflection of yourself as well so I don't know I, I just kind of I don't know I I I don't have like a cool story that I got, how I got into stunts, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. Cause I can't imagine being at a desk, desk job every day, you know, no.
0: I don't know. I did that for five years and then I got out of it and I've never been happier. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm way happier in this career
0: choice. So Yeah. But I'm, I'm,
1: I don't regret going to college. And I, I had some great times there, and I, I don't regret getting my business degree either. Because
0: I'm sure there's a lot of lessons
1: I learned in college that you know I may not have gotten elsewhere. So yeah, yeah
0: absolutely. And it's um, you know it's always something else. It's another string to your bow, you know, which is is definitely always worth doing. I think you can never stop learning um, yeah, in life. Um, So I wanted to know, did you have to learn any new skills then when you got the role of Electra? Because obviously you've uh, done, you have a lot of martial arts experience, but did you have to, say, learn how to use the size? Was there anything else they wanted you, uh, any fight style they wanted you to particularly um, focus on?
1: Um, Yeah, I had to learn the size. Um, You know, when you work on a TV show, things move really fast, faster than a movie so you have to, like, literally, I would just, like, just start training in, and, like, I I took a couple privates from people before the season started, but once we were in production, it was, like, go, 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 and, like, Mm -hmm. learn as fast as you can kind of thing. Um, I also hired a private uh, tricking coach to, you know, maybe develop some, like, cool tricks. Um, Sometimes you can see some of them in Daredevil. Um, (laughs) Some of them got cut out, but you know, that's just how it is sometimes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, TV is just moves so fast. We literally get the script and then it, the script changes a bunch of times and then we choreograph fights and it changes like 5 million times. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we shoot it in like literally a couple days and that's it. And then we move on to the next episode. It's just like, boom, 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 like nonstop. So, um, it's really challenging. It's, It's harder than movies, I feel like.
0: I was going to ask, ask, because, yeah, obviously you've done some very big movies. You've been in the Transformers movies, and I guess that's a complete... uh, like looking at it from a, as an outsider would be a completely different experience to working on something like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, or, or the Netflix shows, which don't have a, a massive budget that like a Transformers movie does and don't have a reliance on CGI. You haven't got all the main characters pretty much as CGI. Right. So how does that compare then and just like in terms of obviously timetable you have to work around on stunts, but also just the experience of being on the sets? Well, on
1: movies, we they get weeks of rehearsal, like sometimes months of rehearsals. And uh, and then, yeah, just like I was saying, like TV, we get maybe a week or maybe two weeks. But film is usually a lot longer and um, a little more thorough uh, with their uh, rehearsals. But it's just time. You know, we don't have the time to do that on TV. Um, and then obviously the budget, we have less people coming in on TV. So Mm -hmm. we work with our core team, like we're stunt coordinator or fight coordinator and then our wire team. But, and that may only consist of like five to seven people total. Whereas a movie you're working with like a 30 person stunt team. Yeah. So, so you have to have, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just a, a whole nother animal, I think.
0: Do you get enough time very, when well, doing doing TV, obviously, to relax in between? She said it's very challenging. Is it kind of just, you know, really hardcore for you know you go into the shoot and you're like, right, it's going to be crazy for however many weeks, and then you relax, or do you get, do you find it a struggle to sort of find time to recover each day from what's happened that day for, you know, to go into whatever challenges you're going to have the next day?
1: Um, well, on Daredevil, uh, I didn't have as many fight scenes as I did on Defenders. So <laughs> I had some time off and I had time to train and I had time to like go to different like martial arts studios and train and got. You know, I had a little more time off, but Defenders, I had zero time off. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I worked every single day that whole season. Wow. Because if I wasn't rehearsing, I was training an actor, or we were just training, or we were doing wire tests. So it was constant, nonstop on Defenders. But, you know, I wouldn't trade it in for the world because we got some really good footage out of it, and I'm really proud of the work we did there. So it was,
0: you know, I'm glad we did what we did. Mm hmm. I think um, yeah. one of my favorite um, scenes that the one I was going to mention earlier, actually, is the uh, which I got to rewatch last week when we were I was doing my notes for the episode is just after the, the famous hallway fight in episode three. Just the, the fight that um, you and Elodie and uh, Chris and Charlie would have done in the office between Electra oh, and yes. Matt Murdock. That fight scene is amazing. It's I mean, honestly, con- congratulations on that. It's—I um, watched it a few times. It's so fast and so brutal. And you, I, I think, when I was watching it the first time, I just kind of held my breath when it started, and I didn't, you know, exhale until the end of it, <laughs> until that sword exploded at the end. Like it was—that was incredible.
1: Yeah, that was a fun one to shoot. And uh, at that point in the character, you know. She didn't remember who she was yet. And Mm -hmm. so she was just, she's just basically a tool. She's just basically like a Terminator, you know, just plowing through this guy. And she doesn't really, she's just assigned to kill him and that was it. And she's kind of like a robot at that point. And Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that was what we, we wanted to portray in the physicality of the character at that point.
0: And it, I thought it was great as well. One of the things we we mentioned when we talked about the episode last week is when uh, the character of Matt recognizes Electra and he says her name. There wasn't a a big dramatic moment of of her saying who's Electra. You know, it was just that slight pause that Elodie did that's all you needed to know. And then it was just going straight back into the fight. And you know, the character Mm -hmm. then was going to kill Matt. There's, you know, there's no, she was going to kill him. It's only because Danny came in and destroyed the sword. Um, I thought that was fantastic. Just a great little character moment as well. Um, that didn't need to be that big. It didn't need to be very melodramatic. I just thought it was absolutely perfectly done. Um, and then I'm guessing you did the, the, uh, the wire work where you go flying through the wall when he punches the sword. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. looks like so yeah. much fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was actually a lot of fun. Going through walls is,
0: is definitely fun. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of your favorite sort of parts then you do, like the wire work? Is that something you, you really enjoy doing?
1: Yeah, I, I like it a lot. And there's actually, like, a you know, some people think, oh, you're just on the line and you just get yanked. No, there's actually, you know, different techniques and how to, like, to like help with the wires or mm-hmm. assist with the wires or acting before the wires. So there's a lot of things that people don't always uh, think about, but yeah, and it's definitely a different
0: skill set for sure. I've heard it's like obviously quite uncomfortable as well. If you keep doing it, you know, you've got the harness and everything and it can be quite, quite long, you know, cause you have to ch- set everything up in between takes. So it can be a bit exhausting, but I mean, good wire work, I think, you know, it looks incredible. And again, like I said earlier, you can't, you, you kind of go, was that wire work or did they do it some other way? <laughs> Bad wire work. Yeah. You can definitely tell, unfortunately. yeah. Um, but yeah, good yeah. wire work is, is, um, yeah, it, it is it's incredible.
1: definitely painful sometimes. Like sometimes I've gotten bruises from the, the actual harness itself because mm. it's been on all day and so tight. You you see all these lines of bruises on the body.
0: (laughs) Is it similar to like a um, like a bungee harness? Then I guess so. The weight is in your your core. You know that's kind of carrying your weight. Yeah.
1: Yeah, most of the the common one is like a jerk vest, and it's like a vest, and then it straps underneath your crotch. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, it's very very tight. Sometimes you can't breathe, but that's when you know it's on right. Cutting off circulation, yeah, that's that's when it's
0: correctly on. <laughs> They're like, okay, Lauren, just don't breathe. We're gonna throw you yes. through this wall. Yeah, <laughs> just hold your breath. You're like, I can't breathe, even if I wanted to. <laughs> I know exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, a moment ago about you know you're you're really proud of the the office fight. Then is there any part of Defenders or, or Daredevil that really stands out to you that you were really proud of? Like whether it was a a stunt that was very difficult or a fight that was very difficult that you got right and were like, yes, that's awesome. Um, just that stood out to you in doing the, working Um, on those shows.
1: A couple, actually, the finale fight, if you haven't seen it, um, all the actors did a really good job and all the doubles did an amazing job as well. Um, but it was really long. I mean, if it's, I don't even know how long it is, but, um, I'm really proud of that fight. And then there's this one wire gag at the end where I go pretty much face first into a wall. Um, I I wasn't there for all the wire tests, but I had two stunt people actually test the wires before I was even on it because I was shooting the Iron Fist versus Electrify at the time. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, some of those wrecks that they were doing were pretty gnarly. They were really going head first into the wall. So by the time I got in, they're like, okay, do this, do this, and this, and this. And then I'm like, okay, great. And then, um, but I got to do it on the day, and it turned out really gnarly looking, and I'm actually really proud of that that gag. And then there's another one where I jump out of the window onto the car. Yes. Uh, That one was really fun to do. And it was at night, but it was like snowing the night before, so it was a lot of... Uh, weather elements we had to work
0: with but oh wow really proud of of that that gag as well is that something you like doing as well then with um you know car stunts i i have to say i've not seen the transformers movies but i imagine there's car stunts involved in that and i know you're on one of the fast and furious films as well which my co-host tammy would be very excited about because she loves those films um but is that something you enjoy like doing doing stunt work involving with you know with cars whether you're hanging off them or driving them,
1: all that kind of thing? Oh, yeah. Um, I hang off... I have hung off uh, cars that are moving. I've jumped out of moving cars. Um, I've driven cars on set. Um, I don't do a lot of the crazy driving stuff yet. I mean, I just do, like, the easier, like, hit a mark or follow this car very closely. But, um... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to do more stuff in the future for Cars. And the funny thing is on Fast and Furious, I worked on Fast and Furious 7. I mm-hmm. actually did a fight scene on that one. So I, Oh, I nice. Fought, um, I fought Michelle Rodriguez. I played a Middle Eastern guard in that. Yeah, That was oh, a lot uh, of
0: Ronda Rousey, yeah. I bet yeah. Michelle Rodriguez really throws herself into into fight scenes as well, because I've heard that she, you know, she loves shooting action and that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah, she was amazing to work with, so... Yeah, and I, it was really fun to fight her. She has great energy, really, really good energy,
0: yeah. I love, like, if you, you know, when you leave at the end, you're like, it was really fun to fight you. <laughs> oh, 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 I guess that's <laughs> kind no, That's cool. Um, I actually uh, heard as well that um, Elodie, like, really loves sort of throwing herself into stunt work and, um, and fight work, and a few times you've had to be like, no, 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 I'll do this bit. Like, you, know, you have to keep, like, a cl- her on a tight rein. <laughs>
1: No, I mean, she she's um, more than happy for me to do, like, the hard hits, for sure. But she, <laughs> she does really, really well with choreography. Like, you know, she has a black belt in karate, I think it is, and That's it cool. shows. I mean, she, she kicks really cleanly, and she has good lines. Um, she learns choreo super fast, like, faster than most actors. So um, I was really blessed to be able to work with her. Yeah, I mean, if she wasn't a stu- um, an actress, she could have been a stunt person. And <laughs> when she was younger, she could have like started doing the stunt thing. But I think she's doing so well as acting. <laughs> to do stunt work, but
0: yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I guess that's why that makes your your job not easier, but it's um, it just makes it. Uh, you've got a, like a base to start from there. Where if um, the actor has studied like a, a discipline like a martial art, they. You know, they sort of know about learning moves and that kind of thing, or, or again, like a background in dance. You know, of learning moves yeah. and learning a sequence of moves. Um, I guess that yeah. must help as well. Yeah, it definitely does. Um, so one of the things I wanted to ask you as well is, I, I was just curious. In, um, you know, we we kind of hear stories about it, it can be difficult in obviously in Hollywood in films, um, being being a woman in Hollywood have you found that there are any particular challenges that you have faced in working in the stunt business being a woman in the stunt business um
1: yeah I mean I guess okay I had to coordinate a tv show once and I had to cover for um a stunt coordinator hired me and then he just wanted me to cover set and so I would I became the stunt coordinator for that day Mm -hmm. and yeah, I looked This is a couple of years ago, so I even looked younger uh, and I was like, oh, are people going to take me seriously? I look like a child. Like, you know, I I don't know. You know, so you kind of have like insecurities, like whether, you know, a you're a woman, B, Mm -hmm. you're in a very male dominated industry. And then I'm working on this TV show as a stunt coordinator, you know. Um, So, you know, yeah, you have I guess it was my own insecurity, but they, you know, production did listen to me. And so that was great. But um, other times, yeah, sometimes it is hard to be a woman in the industry because, you know, you know, maybe men don't necessarily always take us uh, seriously or if mm-hmm. we make suggestions, they just, like, sometimes, you know, ignore our suggestions. So, yeah, I've, I've experienced that a couple of times in my career for sure.
0: I definitely um, hope that's something that, that changes. And I think seeing, you know, the work um, that's, that you guys have done in, in the Netflix shows – and the fact that in, in shows like Jessica Jones, like the work um, DJ has, has done um, as as um, Jessica and that show and the work you've done as a lecturer um, has been so praised from what I've heard. I, I hope that really highlights it um, and that, it, you know, it, it means that female female filmmakers are taken more seriously. Um, I think we're sort of getting there in, in Hollywood, you know, but I was just interested to see if you've had any experience of that.
1: Yeah, a little bit. A little bit in the past, for sure. I mean, um, I guess I'm getting a little more credibility with the electoral role as well, so Mm -hmm. I think that has helped. But, I mean, I think overall Hollywood is changing, though, and I feel like there are more women directors ever. Yeah. And there's more producers that are women, and um, I think women are becoming – I mean, I I don't know. I think maybe – Hollywood's opening up their eyes, especially after one, uh, Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, definitely. how it did such... I mean, it was the highest grossing film um, for DC, right? Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah. It was
0: the, the first one that had was pretty much universally praised anyway by critics yeah. and the audience, um, which I'm, I'm a yeah. big Marvel fan, but I want, you know, I'm, I'm happy for lots of superhero films, and I was just so happy that the Wonder Woman film did well. I, I really enjoyed it i thought it was a really great film as well yeah and hopefully that will open up things in the future as well
1: yeah definitely and i feel like marvel is definitely taking the the lead also with women strong women characters i mean we have colleen wing we have electra we have alexandria i mean these are all super strong characters in the story and jessica jones obviously madame gal madame gal so you know we do have a lot of Strong, independent women in Marvel series, and I think it's going to continue. Yeah, definitely for sure.
0: And they've they've got the uh, the team of all um, female directors or writers. I think it's directors for Jessica Jones season two. Yeah, yeah. I think it was really directors because cool. Steven Sergik was saying, "Oh, I'm not back for Jessica Jones two because <laughs> I'm not a female." <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But yeah, I, I think but that's Jessica such a dope. great choice. Yeah.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, I actually Jessica Jones is my favorite Marvel uh, Netflix series,
0: personally. It's mine too, and I feel bad saying that because I'm a big dead. Darede- I'm a massive Me Daredevil too. fan. I mean, I've, I've been it. reading since I was ten. I have a Daredevil tattoo. I've got issue number one, so that's my favorite in in my heart because it's Daredevil. Me too. But I I love the Jessica Jones one the most. I think yeah yeah. Um, yeah. I because that character is. It's such an amazing character, and I just think they that that show they just knocked it out of the park. You know, it, it, I just loved everything about it. I th- uh, yeah, I, I cannot wait until season two. Me too. <laughs> so I have I have a bit more of a, a weird question from one of our listeners, Elizabeth. Okay. Um, so I I don't know if you if you doubled for this scene, if it was just Elodie, but the scene in which Electra comes out of the sarcophagus in episode three at the start with all the uh-huh. gook. Um, She wanted to know, if you know, what the sarcophagus gook was made of, and was it uncomfortable as it looked very cold?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, it was very cold, and it's interesting. I don't know what the sarcophagus was actually made of, but the blood, I think it was like some type of, like, they have like a production bladder that you Mm -hmm. can buy, and I think it had some type of, like, sugar or... It was something that is semi-edible so if it got in your mouth it's okay, it won't kill you. <laughs> um so they heated the blood they heated the blood or the fake blood so that it'd be comfortable, but they didn't have enough, so they saved it for Elodie to have the heated blood. Oh. Like, yeah, for it, give it to her. So they gave me the cold blood <laughs> and I was freezing. But it was um and it was super sticky and uncomfortable and I had to jump out uh, like I don't know if you saw the scene where I the body lands on the
0: floor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So <laughs> I mean, That was super uncomfortable, but, um, but yeah, it, it's funny. Cause like the first episode I was in rain Yeah. and that was, you know, like, you know, fighting in rain is actually not that fun. And, you know, cause you're in rain all day and it was cold. And cause it was, even though it was, it was inside, it was still like, um, a cold, like warehouse
0: cave thing. Mm-hmm. So it was very cold.
1: Um, and I was wet.
0: Um, I guess as well, definitely. if they heat the water too much, you're going to see the heat, aren't you? So on camera, I mean, you might you might get that huh. captured.
1: Yeah. Um, but I actually rather do the rain scene than the blood scene again. Oh, wow. OK. I know. I'm. I'm surprised i'm even saying that but i actually enjoyed the rain scene more than the blood scene the blood scene was just so cold i was shaking so much and i had like very little clothing on and then yeah i had to do that scene with alexander with sigourney and uh yeah it was just uncomfortable and that it was sticky and like you know you anywhere you walk they had to like give me like make me trails for me so i can only walk <laughs> in certain areas
0: <laughs> yeah If it was sugary, I bet you got, like, attacked by bees if you left the building, you know?
1: (laughs) Ant would follow me everywhere
0: Yeah. It looked, looked, like, wonderfully disgusting, that scene. Yeah,
1: it was definitely disgusting. And then when Elodie had the hot blood, she said it was too hot, and then she was actually getting too hot. Like, she was too warm. I think it would be worse
0: hot. Yeah. I just, it would be more, I don't know, more soupy and, well
1: yeah I don't know would you
0: rather be too cold or too hot I don't know I don't, I don't know. know that's a tough one huh? yeah that is a tough one I have to think about that we'll do yeah. a vote on our Facebook group <laughs> yeah um, so I wanted to uh, to mention as well obviously I did speak to, to Justin last week um, and he asked me to to say to you that he still holds a grudge that you killed him in the show <laughs> <laughs> Um, but obviously I've, i as I said, I've spoken to Justin and Chris before. Can you talk a bit about working with those guys? Cause they, you pretty much have most of your fights in the shows with them.
1: Yeah. Um, you know, I've known Brewster for like 10 years now.
0: Mm. I, I met him before
1: we were really in stunts, believe it or not. And, oh, wow. um, it, it's crazy how now we're getting, we get to work to, with each other and, um, you know, he's one of those people where it's like working with family, and yeah. like when we do choreo together, like it just feels very natural because we've been fighting each other for several years now. <laughs> um, we've also done another job together called In where he had—I don't know if I'm allowed to say this because I don't know how old your viewers are. <laughs> That's okay; um, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so it's a—it's a spin-off movie. You know how they have those parody movies?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So it was a parody off of Taken.
0: Right. Okay. But it's
1: took in and he had to wear he he takes like these uh Viagra pills and then he grows a giant penis. <laughs> so he has like this five foot penis attached to his crotch and I have a sword and we actually do a sword fight versus penis. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the first or second time I fought him and that was like years ago. And then I think we did a couple other jobs after that. We worked on the last airbender together um and then we got to do daredevil and we fought you know a couple times on that series and then obviously defenders so by defenders we were like seasoned vets fighting each other and it was really fun and you know we bounce ideas off each other and it's a really it's a great pleasure working with like a friend Mm -hmm. and same with justin justin really easy to work with he has great ideas um you know i've known him for a while as well and they're very considerate fighters and you know They're easy to fight, you know, that some people are, you know, they, it's definitely an art for sure to be a good partner Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. And they, yeah, they're both amazing to work with.
0: I I would definitely do it again. I hope I get to fight them again. It'd be awesome. I hope you, uh, you know, we, we don't see Elektra die. So even though we've seen Elektra die before she came back, so you can still come back.
1: Yeah, I have no idea, and they tell me nothing, so I have no idea what what's in store for her.
0: Yeah, that's it. It would be good. She just popped back at at some point. I, I like to think that she got Matt out of there. You know, she's the one that took him out. Yeah. Um, you know, that would be that would be kind of sweet. <laughs> and then she yeah. and then she just ran. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So i i didn't meant uh, i didn't ask you uh, sort of near the, the start of the when we were chatting were you a comic book fan before you uh, you got the role of Elektra because obviously you've worked on other things from comic books before like you've you've done Agents of Shield for Marvel as well um, so was were you aware of the character of Electra much in the comics? Um, I was.
1: I mean, you know, growing up, I watched Daredevil the movie mm. and Elektra the movie. Um, but I, I I didn't really wa- read too many comic books before I got the role. But once I did book the role, I bought like a bunch of them and I started like researching her. Um, so that was really fun to do and because I I never read them as a child. But yeah, but I I got a uh, Crash Course and Electra <laughs> right before.
0: So yeah. And she's been a lot of kind of different characters over the years. She's been written very differently in a lot of Yeah um a lot of the comics. She's,
1: yeah, she's been poor in some series, she's been rich in some series.
0: So Yeah. yeah. I think one of the things I liked in the in the Daredevil show and Defender, well, particularly in Daredevil when she first showed up and we you know, were introduced to the character in that first scene where I think she throws the thing at Matt and he catches it. Is she had this and this is due to the writing and to the the directing, but also yourself and Elodie's performance. She had this like brattiness, which mm. I really loved. She's mm-hmm. had the bratty rich girl, and yes. I love that. She's because that's who I always thought she was. She's not a girl next door. Um, yeah. And y- if you want the girl next door, you've got Karen Page in the show, and yeah,
1: exactly. You you have
0: her as this this bratty this bratty girl this who, with a sense of entitlement and. And, yeah, I I just loved that in the character. That was um, really fun to see.
1: Yeah,
0: Uh, and I think Elodie
1: played that really, really well. I loved that
0: part of her. Yeah, definitely. So I've got another question sort of related to comic books, which is from our listener, Ronaldo, uh, which is, if you had the chance to play any other comic book character, who would it be? I guess we could open that up to any other character, you know. I'll tell you, Justin said Donatello from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles because <laughs> <laughs> wow, he loves his bow staff dude. work.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, who would I want to be? Um, I always thought Catwoman would be cool, but I know that's DC. Am I getting in trouble for that? <laughs> no, not at all. No. Um, yeah, I, but but partially because I'm a huge cat fan. Like I am obsessed with cats, so that's probably why oh, I want to be a Catwoman. And like. Uh, <laughs> I'm starting to learn Capoeira, and that they my instructor always says, You're like a cat. You have to be like a cat and I'm like, Oh, I love cats. So yeah, I think catwoman would be really, really fun to play. Um I don't know. I mean, there's so many characters out there that I would I mean, I would love to be any character, honestly.
0: There's black like, cat as well in Marvel. Which
1: is kind oh, yeah, of the equivalent.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be really cool. Uh,
0: do you have any cats then?
1: Okay. Sadly, no, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's like, why don't you have a cat? It's because I'm always out of town for work. And my husband's like, well, you can't have a cat unless you're in town for a while to take care of it. But I'm like, cats true. are really
0: independent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, I don't have a cat because I cannot have one in the house I live in cause I rent. Uh-huh. Um, but my cat lives at my parents and I house sit for them a lot cause they go traveling quite a lot. And I also cat sit for two other cats, probably about two weeks out of every month, because their owners are away. So I feel like I have my own cats. Yeah, yeah. you do. You're lucky. Yeah. I just, you the know, and cats. then we'll just have to both do it where if you see a cat, you know, walking down the street, you have to chase it, you know, like a toddler. You're yeah. like, cat, <laughs> come here. I want to cuddle you. <laughs> That's what I do. Yeah. <laughs> I always find stray cats. I'm like, hey, Katie. <laughs> <run> <laughs> come me. here. My nephew at the moment, my sister is a dog trainer, um, so she has lots of dogs in the house. But my nephew, who is just under two, so he's 20 months, um, he's obsessed with cats. If he sees a cat in the street, he'll go, cats and run after it. And she's, my sister said to me, she's like, he got that from you. I was like, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's not from her. Well,
1: cat her. videos are like, you know, I could post like a fight video and get like, you know, a couple thousand. Maybe mm-hmm. like my last one got like 20,000 views. But cat videos, they have millions of views. Yeah. They
0: destroy me. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I love cats. So, yeah, I uh, yeah, my future is as a crazy cat lady, I think. Lots of cats. <laughs> I think was a cat in my last life, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, one of our listeners, Megan, as well, wanted to ask you a bit about um, how it was uh, doubling for Ming-Na Wen in, in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who obviously plays Melinda May who, I, I love her, she's amazing, um, but, uh, have you got any, sort of, stories about when you were on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Uh,
1: well, Ming Nguyen has had so many stunt doubles, because everyone's either pregnant or out of town on another job, so she's had, I don't even know, like, maybe oh, five, wow. six, seven stunt doubles, yeah, um, uh, but the times I have, doubled her she's amazing she's super sweet and she actually picks up choreo really fast i mean she's been they're on season five now Mm. so she's she's very uh comfortable with choreography at this point too but even when it was like season two or three when i doubled her she she learned very very fast very fast
0: i think she's got um she's studied martial arts as well hasn't she i'm not sure which which ones i think but i don't know maybe she might have
1: yeah yeah, her main double, Ming-Q, I don't know if you know her, but she's very it. excellent. Yeah, she she's amazing, so she's doubled her a lot of, most of the time, so, yeah. And you
0: doubled for Chloe Bennett as well, didn't you, I think, I think I saw.
1: Yeah, a couple times as well. She she also has had several stunt doubles as well, so, yeah. It, I mean, they're both, Chloe, uh, she does a lot of her own fight scenes, for oh, wow. sure. She's good, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. A lot of strong women
0: in the Marvel world. What can you say? I know it's awesome. Love it. I'm waiting for that She-Hulk series now. Marvel, come on! I want She-Hulk. <laughs> I want. I want. I want a brawler female character. You know, or someone that can character. go toe to toe with Thor. That would be great.
1: oh that would be really cool. Yeah,
0: it'll be fun. Hopefully, Captain Marvel. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, because she's she's a bit of a brawler. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. that would be it. Would be fun. Um, so our listener Elizabeth as well um, wanted uh, to ask about something that I was going to bring up as well. You um, on your YouTube channel, um, people can see a really cool fight scene you did with Amy Johnston speaking yes. speaking about the movies who um, uh, doubles for Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow. Um, and Elizabeth wanted to know what sort of inspired that and how did you come up with the scenario.
1: Actually, um, Kali Diaries is, was my own little project I wanted to do for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I started in the Kali, Kali, uh, martial arts or mm-hmm. it's Filipino martial arts three years ago, maybe a little bit more now. And I just wanted to track my progress as a Kali artist. So I developed that series and, um, you know, every fight is some, a different performer in fighting and different, like whether it's double stick, single stick, knives, um, and with Amy, I was just like, it'd be really cool if we did like a superhero edition where the Electra stunt double fought, um, the Black Widow stunt double mm-hmm. and, um, uh, my friend Siyoshi um, choreographed it and we, you know, it took us a month to like iron out the details of the fight. And, um, I just had this idea before going to bed one night and I couldn't go to sleep and I was like, I really want to shoot this fight. I really have this cool idea of the fight. <laughs> Um, and so, and then we did it in like a month. So, and it, it kind of went viral. I think yeah. MCU did like an article on it.
0: So that was really exciting. Yeah. I saw it pop up all, all over the place. I think I first saw it on your, oh, really? on your YouTube channel, but yeah, I, I kind of, um, uh, follow a few because of the podcast, follow a few, you know, Twitter accounts and, you know, check up on a few websites and stuff. And it sort of seemed everywhere, uh, which is really cool. Cause it's, again, it's, um, yeah. It, you know, and I think it caused a lot of debate of people going, well, who would win, you know? And I saw a lot of people going, "Electra would totally win, <laughs> you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, and it's it's also highlighting the job that you guys do, you know, of saying these are the, the ladies behind these two characters. Um, yeah. Which I think is great.
1: And I, and I wanted to release it before Defenders just to get, like, a buzz for Defenders yeah. as well, so... Yeah, 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 it was really fun. Um, I don't think the uh, cinematic Marvel world will ever collide with the Netflix world, but you know, it'd be fun to fantasize about that, right?
0: Yeah, I, I've um, already come to terms with the fact I'll never see Spider Man and Daredevil in the bar having a drink together, sharing their <laughs> tales of woe about their lives. <laughs> Mainly because Tom well, Holland's too young in the films as yeah, well, you know, to go to that. a bar. <laughs> can he
1: go to a bar? I think he's like barely 20, right? I don't know. He'd be able to years, go
0: but... to a bar over here, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but not in the States. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had a, a bit of a random question that I was kind of interested in, um, but there's a scene in the defenders quite early on. I think it's in episode three as well, where Electra's just come back and she goes to pick her weapons and there's all these amazing weapons there, and she picks the the swords. The I can't remember the name of them. The shorter katanas. Was that something that that you had any any say in? Because it was it was something that you had trained in, or that you you know you were familiar with, or was that completely from the writers?
1: That was completely from the writers, actually. Mm-hmm. And it, I think they just didn't want it to be so obvious that she picks the size, and that's why she glances at them. Yeah. Moves on, but yeah, no, that was completely the writer's decision, and
0: I think it was a smart
1: decision, obviously.
0: And you get that—I mean, they're pretty cool weapons as well. And yeah, I think yeah. Alexandra says something like they—they they never see it coming. Obviously, they split into the two, and right. it fits in with that—that that fight scene at the end of the episode where you know yeah. Electra's got the two blades, and that oh, I love that scene so much where Iron Fist like smashes the blade with his his yeah. fist. So good.
1: Yeah, that was pretty
0: cool. Yeah, I was just kind of interested cuz I was like there was if they were like, "Well, Lauren, which weapon would you choose?"
1: <laughs> and I like double weapons actually personally because I now that I do Kali, we do a lot of double stick drills, so it's very similar to double stick, double sword, so cool. They go hand in hand.
0: We're sort of linking in with double double weapons then, I guess. That's, this is a terrible way of linking this. So something I've like asked Justin, I think I mentioned this to you in an email as well, something I've asked Justin and I've asked Chris Brewster before is, growing up, did you have a favorite ninja turtle?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, my God, you're probably going to kill me. Um, that's okay. Michelangelo.
0: Oh, cool. Cause, well, yeah. double weapons as well, nunchucks. Yeah. 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 Oh well, that's cool. Yeah. But he was I mean, the party there, one.
1: I feel like every kid loved Michelangelo. Is that like the, the fan favorite normally?
0: I don't, I don't know. know. I, it seems to be everyone apart from Leonardo. Nobody likes Leonardo. Because <laughs> he's the leader, so he's kind of boring. Like Justin likes uh, Donatello, who is my favorite. Because I think I liked uh, him because he's kind of geeky and he had the, the, mm-hmm. the staff. And I think Chris said Raphael, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. I think that's who wow. he said. Yeah. But I I said to Justin before, I did a little bit of staff work many, many years ago when I was in Australia, but that was fire staff. So very different to, you know, actual martial arts, like doing spinning and things. But I'm very out of practice. But yeah, watching kind of, you know, his work in defenders has made me want to pick it back up, you know, and set things on fire and spin them. Um, Yeah, I'm just very out of practice. (laughs) fire that is like a whole another beast that is so badass oh it's so much fun and you i mean you just hear because you you've only got a limited time as well before it before it burns itself out so if you want to do a a short choreographed piece you you know you kind of have to plan what you're going to do but just the when you hear the fire going past your ear and it just makes this noise it's like a living thing Mm -hmm. it's really exciting yeah i really, really yeah i really miss doing that I definitely recommend oh. it. And it's it's not too dangerous as long as you put... Yeah, it's like anything, as long as you put in the, the safety things uh, right, and yeah. you're careful. You know, it's uh, it's a lot less dangerous than it looks. Oh, well, it yeah. looks dangerous. <laughs> Don't wear any hairspray. Don't wear any, yeah. like, crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's mainly a, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so speaking of dangerous things as well, um, one of the other questions we had is... Has there ever been a stunt that you've really wanted to do or anything you really want to do, but you're like, nope, that's too dangerous. I'm not going to do it. Or you've been told you can't do it because it's too dangerous.
1: Um, oh man. Well, I guess there is one stunt I did do that was dangerous because I guess someone died doing it. Um, it, It's called a bailout where someone jumps out of a moving car, but Mm -hmm. We did it from behind the car, so out of the, the trunk, or not the trunk, but the uh, it was a big, uh, like, a armor truck, and so we had to jump out the back. So when the coordinator called me, he's like, well, do you want to do this? Because someone actually died, like, a year or two before doing the same gag, and I guess he hit his feet first, and then the momentum of uh, his mm. body hit the back of the truck. So you, in order to do it, you have to, like, go out flat out of the car so Yeah. You hit the ground horizontally. And so, I, yeah, I was super afraid to do it. Plus, I had to do it with another person at the same time wow. holding on to you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was shaking in my boots. I was like, oh, God, I hope I go out this horizontally. And, you know, <laughs> you're doing it through, like, with a moving car on asphalt onto concrete pretty much. So it was painful, I'm not going to lie. And then. Yeah. And they made it do, made us do it a couple times, too. So, and then after that, I had to do a fight scene, and then I couldn't, like, the second time hurt even more than the first Ooh. time. So, um, I was I was so sore, like, I, you know, hitting concrete at, like, 22 miles per hour, and then um, they're like, okay, now I have to do the fight scene, and I'm like, <laughs> give me three Advils right now, and I just downed, like,
0: a bunch of Advil, and then I did the, the next fight scene that was next. <laughs> I would have thought that would be the end of your work day. be like, right, that was my work day. I'm going home I know. now. I know. Like, oh,
1: now you're just going to fight. I'm
0: like, why didn't we do the fight first? Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got one last question, which is, um, do you have any advice for anyone that's listening that might want to get into stunt work?
1: I would definitely say train. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's so many things you can train: doing stunt work, reactions, falls, uh, martial arts. Um, learn how to flip, maybe, um, maybe some take a driving class or a stunt driving class, um, and then uh, hustle and be humble mm-hmm. uh, and always feel like you need, you know, just come into it as, you know, not knowing, thinking you know everything. Cause there's always something to learn and I've seen new people come in where they're like, Oh yeah, I know how to do this. I know how to do that. Don't have that arrogance. I always have the, uh, you know, willingness to learn. And, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean I feel like I'm still learning and I've been in the business for like 12 years now and I feel like I still have so much to learn. There's always endless things to, to have knowledge on. So, um, yeah, I think that's about it. And and really um, go for it if you're if you're gonna do it, go for it. You know, really take the time to meet people and train and yeah, yeah. Excellent. Yeah.
0: Cool. Um, that's awesome. Well, I wanted to obviously mention to our listeners as well about your YouTube channel and the Carly, Carly Diaries that you mentioned beforehand, which are definitely worth checking out. You've got some amazing videos on there, and you also have, um, I think, your stunt reel for Dead Season Two and uh, your show reel. Sorry, and some other show reels. I think haven't you? You tend to post yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I have some random stuff up there. Um, And then you're on Twitter as well. Uh, Did you want to uh, promote your Twitter and your Instagram, if you're on Instagram? Um, I'm more active on my
1: uh, Instagram, but it's the same name for both. So at more and Kim
0: is my Instagram and my Twitter. Cool. And uh, actually, I I lied when I said I said I had no more questions. Um, (laughs) Did you have any upcoming um, upcoming projects that you're working on at the moment you can speak about? Um, obviously, I don't want Ooh. don't want any studios coming after you. But anything yeah. you would like to mention, you know, for people to to keep an eye out for.
1: um Well, actually, my next collie diaries is going to be a really really fun one. It's um, it's going to be based off uh, my version of Game of Death, which is that Bruce Lee movie. Nice. <laughs> where he wears the yellow jumpsuit, but I'm not going to wear a yellow jumpsuit. But um, yeah, it's gonna. Based off a uh, concept of Game of Death. So that'll come out probably December or January, I think. Cool. Um, and then, um, man, I'm on, I worked on a movie that I definitely can't see. So, okay. Uh, I
0: guess I can't see <laughs> Someone might come after me. No worries. have my my house wired right now <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep an eye on your um, imdb and uh give you a shout out when uh, obviously yeah. everything's announced um and great. when your next carly diaries comes out as well i'll make sure we post it on our facebook group so people oh, can great. see it because that sounds really really cool um yeah i, I wanted to say a, a massive thank you to you for coming on honestly i know obviously you're very busy and thank you for giving up part of your your weekend to to have a chat and um talk all things electra Of course, thank you so much. I had so much fun. Thank you. And uh, I mean, if Electra comes back in the future, obviously, we'd love to have you back on the show and just talk about sort of any other developments and stuff. That would be really cool. Oh, yeah. And I really hope she does come back. Me too. Just to mess up Matt's life again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He'll get everything back to normal and then she'll just appear and go, Remember me? (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Cool. Enjoy the rest of your weekend as well.
1: Yeah, you too.
0: Bye, Lauren. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. You can comment and send feedback to us by emailing defenderspod at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash defenderspodcast or on Twitter at defenderspod.